welcome back to the Reflections Podcast. I'm Abby, and I'm actually here with um, not Caitlin. Shout out to Caitlin. She's at home right now. Um, we miss but you. We miss you, Caitlin. But today, as a new host, well, actually not that new. She has mm-hmm. done hosting in the past for Reflections. But we have Tatenda here with us, which Hi. is really exciting. Um, and we also have another special guest. Um, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Um, your name, your age, and where you come from. Hi, so my name's Kaya. I am 18 years old, and I um, am from the U.S. I grew up in Utah, but I'm currently living in Washington State. Uh, yeah, so Kaya is here with us doing the DTS. Uh, you've been here, what, two months now? Yeah, no, we're just about to finish up week seven. So. Okay, yeah. So, I want to ask you, um, growing up, was depending on God something that was normal for you? Um, I would say it was definitely encouraged because I grew up in a split religion household, for lack of a better term. Basically, I grew up with, um, with my mom and my stepdad, who were Christian, and my dad and stepmom were Mormon. So I kind of grew up in that environment where it was like, if I was at one house, I was being taught one religion and then I'd go to the other house and they'd teach me the other religion. And it was a very confusing um, time for me. Looking back, I wouldn't have changed it because it really forced me to look, make my faith my own and re- do the research myself rather than just looking at my parents and being like, oh, you know, this is what mom and dad believe. So I'm just going to go with it. And later I'll figure it out if some if I want to, yada, yada. But I really had to do the research for myself and choose what I believed. Yeah. So for our next question and kind of our whole reason of doing this podcast here today is what is the faith in action moment that you want to share with us? Um, I've had a lot of times in my past where I've had to put my faith in God and it's been terrifying every time. But I would say within the last couple of years, the most significant one was through my senior year of high school. So my last year, right before like a month about before school was to start, I was at my dad's house visiting him and I got a phone call from my mom and she was saying, I think God wants you to do Running Start. Running Start is a program in the United States where you can go take college classes as a junior or a senior and get college credit and high school credit. So if you did full-time Running Start, you could graduate high school with an associate's degree, which is a two-year degree. Um, And my mom was saying, I think you should do it. And I feel like God wants you to do it. So I was like, can't really argue with God. (laughs) I can't argue. So I was scheduled to start at the end of September. So the first like maybe two or three weeks, I was like, cool, this is awesome. You know, I'm getting college credit. I'm working towards my goals, you know, because I don't really know what I want to do yet. So I'm like, I started with my application to that school. I'm doing running start, doing my college classes. They're all online. All the lectures were pre-recorded because of COVID, you know, and I was doing good. Then come like that third, fourth week in the quarter, I started to struggle. I was starting to lose motivation, not really feeling like doing my schoolwork, even though it's like I wanted to, I had that desire to, but at the same time, there was something in me that was stopping me from doing my the stuff that I needed to get done which was super frustrating and confusing because it was like I need to do this so I can graduate because if I don't pass this quarter 
I can't walk at my graduation. I won't be able to walk and get my diploma across stage like everybody else. Like I've been working towards the last 13 years. And that really scared me. And so it kind of sent me into a bit of a funk, started spiraling down a little bit, started dealing with a little bit depression again. I thought I'd gotten past it, but this kind of brought it back because I struggled with depression in my early high school years. And I remember about halfway was about when I was starting to like hit hit a wall and just that was the moment when I started to question God. I was seeing myself struggle. I was feeling the pressure from my family and from everybody to do well. And I was feeling pressure from myself to do well too. Like I wanted to, I just, I want to do this because it's going to help me in the future. It's going to save me money. And yet for some reason, there was just still that, like there was something, there was some sort of disconnect between what my mind wanted and what my heart wanted. And I was so desperate to figure out what that was, but I couldn't for some reason, like there was, I just couldn't figure it out. And so I remember like periodically I would just be sitting on my bed and I would look up at the ceiling and just be like, God, why did you make me do this? I'm feeling depressed. I'm hating life a little bit right now. It's just, God, why am I here for like several weeks was just most of my prayers, my personal prayers at least were just me angry with God, not angry in a like, oh, I hate you sense, but more just I didn't know and it terrified me and it came out as anger, but I was really struggling with the fact that he had put me in a place where I was now suffering and I was now struggling and God knows the future because he's been the future. He is the future. He is in the future. Like, so he already knew, but I don't. And because I couldn't see the end result, I was angry and I remember it was about beginning of December. I'm coming up on my finals. I have a couple of Fs. And so finally I get to my, I get to my finals. And because I am horrible with doing things on time, I procrastinated as usual. I was up at 11 at, 11 at night trying to finish my final, my English final. And I'm sitting there and I'm working and I'm working really hard and I'm struggling. And I'm like, I finally finish at about 11.50, 10 minutes to spare. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, we're good. These finals just have to get me to a D. I just have to get above failing. And the worst thing that I could ever think of happened. The school's website glitched. And I sat there for that about 10 minutes in a mad, raw panic because I couldn't submit my assignment. I was trying to reload the page over and over. I must've done it hundreds of times and the, the page wouldn't work. And then midnight hits, the assignment was due at 11.59. And I just sat there blankly staring at my computer screen for a second. And then I started hyperventilating because, oh my gosh, I didn't get this submitted on time. He said he wouldn't accept it late. I'm gonna fail the course. I'm not going to walk at graduation. And I woke up my mom and she wakes up in a mad panic, like thinking that I was dying or something. <laughs> and she sat me down and we were just talking. We talked it out and she managed to call me down out of that initial raw panic. Over the next few days, I really just forced myself to accept the fact that I wouldn't be walking at my graduation because I was crushed. I ended up emailing my English professor that night, though, per my mom's suggestion and just saying, hey, you know, 
my computer glitched, the website glitched. I wasn't able to get it in on time. Can you accept it through this email? And the next morning I got a response back and he said, Hey, thanks for letting me know. I'll accept it. Wow. Praise God. (laughs) He accepted my final, despite the fact that I didn't get it submitted on time, technically. And I was able to get my history final in on time as well. And I remember cruising through Christmas break thinking, finally, I did it. I got my stuff in. I don't have any failed courses. Woo, I can enjoy Christmas. And then I got hit with more news. I failed one of my courses. I had failed one of my college prep courses. I apparently my final wasn't enough. So I was like, crap. Well, back to DIY graduation, I guess. And somehow I was able to, I talked to my counselor about it. And she was like, oh, well, we have makeup courses you can take if you want. And we can transfer you back to the high school if you would like to for the second semester. And I was like, oh my gosh, praise Jesus. Thank you, God. And so I transferred back. I did my makeup courses, yada, yada. Obviously I'm here. So I graduated. (laughs) She made it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I graduated. But looking back on that in January, like as I'm doing my makeup courses, waiting for the next semester to start, I remember just kind of mulling it over in my head, like, God, why did you have me do that? Why did you make me go through that? Obviously, it worked out in the end, and I'm grateful that you made it out all for good and that I was able to still graduate. But like, God, why did I do that? I don't see the point in this. And then probably I think it was about the end of January when my mom came up to me and she said, hey, Kaya, I have this um, website I want you to look at. It's, It's called YWAM. And I was like... Uh, all right. And she was like, just, I've kind of just noticed that you seem to have a really strong gift of discernment. And so I want you to use that. I want you to develop it. And and let's start with having you look at this website because I had already told my parents, I'm not doing college next year. And so I looked at the website and it looked solid. All the theology was good. There was nothing that screamed red flags. And so I was like, hmm, well, what bases do they have? And I saw they had worldwide bases, like 600 bases. And I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and so I was like, where have I always wanted to go? <laughs> and I was like, I've always wanted to go to England. I've ha- I have a lot of ancestral ties here. And I grew up with a lot of British culture, quote unquote, because my dad loves like England. It's the motherland to him. <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> Yeah, no. So I looked up the England bases and I saw that they had a bunch in London. I was like, even better, (laughs) even better, guys. And I clicked on the first link I saw and it was Urban Key. Wow. So here she is. Yep. (laughs) And so now I can look back on that horrible experience that just Mm -hmm. crushed me and destroyed me. I can look back on that and be like, oh, God did that because if I hadn't gone through that, if I hadn't gone through that trash experience, I would have never considered YWAM. I would have submitted my application because I had started it for the Bible college, but I never finished it. I got too distracted by and too focused on my immediate troubles to think about the future. Right. And so it's still unfinished. I never, I didn't touch (laughs) that. I didn't open up the link again. And I'm just really grateful that I went through it 
because like I said, I never would have considered YWAM if it weren't for that period where God was like, hey, you're not ready for this. You, and obviously I don't know, maybe God will have me do college in the future. Maybe I'll be with YWAM for the rest of my life. I'm not complaining (laughs) there. I would love that, but I just, I just don't know. But because of that experience, I can at least say God does have a plan for my future. I just need to be willing to trust him, Mm -hmm. which I'm still working on to this day (laughs) with some, with other stuff. So it's, it's a process, Yeah, Mm. but I'm getting there. Um, You've kind of touched on this a bit already, but I just want to ask you, how has all this experience changed your view or your relationship with God? I would say that for me, it really just forced me to rely on God because in during the the quarter I obviously was praying a lot even if it wasn't very quote-unquote good prayer like it was mostly just me being angry with God but I was talking to him and I was talking to him more than I normally would and even afterwards I was also praying more like hey God what am I supposed to do and then praying all the way up leading to YWAM I had to pray like hey God I need help with finances. God, I need, um, God, I can't do this unless you pave the way for me because right. I have, I don't have a visa. I don't have, my passport needs to be renewed. COVID restrictions need to be like, there can't be any crazy COVID restrictions that are going to make it to where I'm quarantined there for two weeks and I can't leave the house. Right. Like that would be a deal breaker for me. And obviously God did everything that I needed. He was like, it was like with Gideon and the, the wet wool with the dry ground and the dry ground with the wet wool, like, you know, so God did what he had to do to show me that this is what his plan was for me. And I wish I could say I'd trusted him more, but I feel like that experience helped me grow in my trust in him. And like I said before, I'm still working on it. It's a lifelong process, in my opinion, (laughs) trusting God. It'll always, there'll always be periods of difficulty with it, but it really started that process for me. I just didn't know it actually until now talking about it. Like it's forced me to trust him more. And it started that process of trusting. And I never would have realized it if not for the fact that I had gone to hell and back Mm. is what it felt like. Yeah. I think like some of the most challenging seasons in our lives are like, the seasons or maybe the times where we look the like quote unquote ugliest or like we're at our worst are like actually the seasons where God does the most. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, our next question for you is kind of similar to what we just asked you, but a little bit different. It's, um, what, like, what did this experience show you about your own heart or your own character? I would say this really just showed me that I am flawed as heck. I have horrible trust issues. I really struggle with control and wanting to be in the know and wanting to like, okay, God, what's next? What's next? You want to tell me maybe the next 20 steps instead of just the next step (laughs) or, you know, even the next five steps, you know, just give me a little more, would you? (laughs) And I really struggle with that. And I also really struggle with independence and feeling like I need to do everything myself. And so I feel like that also taught, like that experience really taught me like, hey, it's okay to ask for help. You know, you could have asked for a tutor. You could have asked for help in this situation and you didn't. And 
I could mope about it and be like, I'm such a horrible person because I can't ask for help and I am getting angry with God when I shouldn't because it's not my place. Rather than doing that, I'd like to think that I've learned from it a little bit. And rather than immediately getting angry with God, being like, hey, God, help me see it from your perspective and not from my limited humanistic perspective. And also learning to accept help from others and not feeling like I can't rely on other people to get it done. So our last question for you, Kaya, is what advice or encouragement can you give to people um, that you learned from this moment in your life? Don't make the same mistakes I did. It's okay to ask for help. God created us to be um, in community. He created us to rely on each other. And so it's okay to ask for help because that's what God designed us to do. I can't do everything myself because I don't have all the skill sets that God has to offer. And I'm glad because I wouldn't, if I did, I would do everything myself and everything would not be okay. And so definitely be willing to ask for help, especially from fellow Christians. And it's okay if what you had planned doesn't happen. Like if it were up to me, I wouldn't be here right now. I would be in Southern California studying the Bible that way. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sure it would have been extremely good for me to be there, but it wasn't what was best. And so I would just really encourage you guys to just learn to trust God and rely on him because even if he's taking away what seem what you think is best for you, I promise you he's got something better for you in store as I've had to learn. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kaya, for sharing. Um, I think your encouragement is like spot on <laughs> um, and something that no matter where you are in life or what you're doing, um, asking for help is always key. Um, and yeah, I think also something that's a lot easier said than done. Um, I am also like a quite independent person naturally. So I think um, asking for help is, yeah, again, something that's a tiny bit easier <laughs> said than Honestly, done. Honestly, though, yeah. it really um, is. So I think that's really great. Um, so thanks again for sharing. Thank you for having me, guys. It was really fun. Yeah, thanks so much for, for sharing with us. Um, and thank you all for listening and tuning in. Uh, We'll be back with another episode. uh, So stay tuned. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. God bless.